Well, welcome giant builders. Um, I am here with this beautiful young lady who is my daughter-in-law. So this is Mari Wyant. Hi, Mari. Hi. Hello. So Mari has an e-commerce store and I thought it'd be wonderful for her to share what she does and how it can be especially a great place for you to look for Christmas gifts this year. So Mari, will you share with us your project? Yeah, sure. So um, I have a pretty small e-commerce store that I just started back in August. So still pretty new, um, but it's centered around kind of ethical toys, apparel for babies, children, and, and, and toddlers. Um, and I wanted to kind of do this, basically my own children, uh, your grandchildren, um, <laughs> inspired me to do this. And I, I always wanted to kind of take the reins and, and start something from scratch, some start something on my own. And uh, having my kids, I kind of, I think I just realized how fast everything is, how, how fast the world is, how, how fast they grow up and kind of the, the environment, uh, the toys, the playroom, the clothes, like everything. I, I don't know if it's geographical. I don't know if it's just this country or worldwide, but, um, we're very much kind of pulled towards, uh, immediate gratification and fast, 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 and lots of toy like, uh, quantity over quality. Um, and I, I really wanted to, to change that because I was even getting to a place where my, our playroom was just filled with the, like filled with toys, toys that they weren't even looking at. They weren't engaging and they were playing with for five minutes and then, and then moving on to the next thing. Cause that's kind of what we do. We are just constantly moving and I really wanted to slow it down for them. Um, and that's, what I'm hoping to do with this store, kind of bring that slow fashion, that those slow toys that like really, really build on engagement and quality um, to, you know, the next generations. Great. Well, I love the fact that A, you're taking such good care of my grandbaby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and B, that um, you really understand a lot of things that I think generation after generation, we try to tell the next generation, let's go so fast. You're just, they're going to be teenagers before you know it. And you're going to be without kids. So, you know, they're going to be graduating high school. You know, when you're changing diapers, you're like, yeah, when's this going to stop? <laughs> <laughs> so um, I really appreciate the fact that you're so concerned about the education and the environment part of not only the next gen, the generation that you are raising up, but also generations after that, because I know from the toys that I've seen of yours, that they're easy to pass on. You know, oh, they're yes. Gonna, they're going to last. And, and that's a huge part of these toys as well, is that they are meant to be heirloom quality. They are meant to pass down to the next generations, as opposed to a lot of toys you see these days, a lot of those fast, flashy toys, a lot of those plastic toys that are not only harmful for the environment, um, they don't really benefit children much other than kind of keeping their attention, um, but they're not really, again, that's, that's a very superficial level of engagement. It's not really teaching them anything um, and they don't last. And they don't last and they they get tossed um, and there's no resale value to them as well. Um, so they get tossed and they end up in a landfill and they'll they'll be there for 
the next generation, the next <laughs> several generations, unfortunately. Um, so we're trying to, again, focus on toys that last, toys that have quality, toys that will continue to be passed down um, and won't fill up our landfills. Well, give us a, give us a couple examples of your toys. Yeah, sure. So um, I have here, I don't know if your viewers will actually be able to see these things. Yeah, the video <laughs> will, and then I'll take a picture of them. Oh, okay, great. Oh. So I have here um, a first puzzle uh, set. So we have kind of a triangle puzzle, square puzzle, and circle puzzle. Um, and this is ideal for about six to 12 months when they're kind of learning actually how to have that grass control, that pincher grass control. Um, and this is by uh, Heirloom Kids, which is a small uh, woman-owned business out in Georgia uh, in the United States. And that's another big thing about kind of these toys that I'm focusing on, these businesses that I'm focusing on. Whenever possible, I'm trying to stay domestic, trying to stay within the United States. A, it's way better for the environment because shipping overseas is, is crazy. Um, B, the quality. Absolutely, the quality is there. Um, uh, a lot of toys these days and a lot of apparel, honestly, is being sourced out um, overseas. Um, and you don't quite have, in a lot of those places, you don't quite have that quality control. Um, you don't have those same kind of standards that the United States has in terms of kind of what, what toys are appropriate and safe. Uh, and durable for your children. Um, so this is a small woman owned business out in Georgia and she makes her toys, it's all wooden. It's all kind of based in that, uh, that natural play, that Montessori philosophy that's very popular these days. Uh, she makes her toys out of maple and cherry woods that are uh, sourced in the United States, um, which is wonderful. And then she kind of, with her and her small team, um, family owned business, she makes them and, and, and ships them out to us. Um, and, uh, and they're, and they're lovely. And again, this is not something uh, my daughter, your granddaughter chews on everything. Um, and this is something that a, like it, it's, it's not going to break down. It's not going to tear apart. It's not going to become a, kind of a dangerous thing for her. Um, as opposed to, you know, a lot of, a lot of plastic, um, toys, a lot of it's, those things I have to take away from her. Cause those things obviously are not, not safe for her. These, uh, are specifically, they have a beeswax, beeswax and flaxseed finish, um, which are absolutely safe for a melding infant, um, which is great. Um, so kind of that's, what I'm looking for, because there's, there's so many suppliers out there these days. Um, and I, I'm kind of trying to wade through uh, th that, that sea of, of suppliers and trying to find those small local businesses, um, those small domestic businesses that are, that really are putting that, that quality and care behind their products that really like believe in their products and they, they want to share those products with, you know, other, other people. Um, and, and that's, that's kind of what I'm looking for in terms of like what I'm carrying at my store. Okay. So tell me about how people order from your store. Yeah. Um, so it's very, very, um, straightforward, very simple, like a, a e-commerce store. Um, uh, right now, we have just a very simple add to cart 
feature, um, which is pretty standard across all e-commerce stores. When I first started out, um, I wanted to do something more original. So I kind of had these, these customizable boxes, um, subscription boxes that you could purchase. And where it was a very, very great idea. And I think this is just something, uh, a learning curve with all kind of small businesses that are just starting off. Um, you know, I had to, I, ha I had this great, what I thought novel idea of, uh, because, you know, subscription services are just so common these days, um, but it's typically a very standard uh, item box uh, that you get. Um, so I wanted to take that idea and, and, have it give it a customizable feature so people could customize it towards their their children um, who are all wonderfully unique um and what i found <laughs> was that a lot of parents don't have time uh you know once every other month to sit down and, and really take that extra time to to do something like that so it was one of those things that i had to learn where like i had this great idea in my head, <laughs> but, you know, in terms of practicality, it just, you know, it, it did not work out. Um, so, you know, we've switched to now the very simple, easy, convenient, because that is, that is just something we need. That's something consumers need is convenience. Okay. If something is not convenient, they're, they're not going to do it. Like since I've switched to the, the simple ads cart feature, mm -hmm. um, it's been so much more popular. Okay. <laughs> just, well, I get that's what you have to test. And, and that's it's the thing. More. And, you know, it was when starting off a new business, because we all are going into it um, with these great ideas, uh, these great visions for what we see for our, um, our business. Um, but, you know, and luckily this was pretty early on for me, but, you know, I did come to that crossroad where it's like, do I want to stick my heels in and be like, this is kind of the business idea that I started with. This is, I'm doing this <laughs> no matter what, like I will devote X amount of time or effort or, or money or resources into making sure this, this vision is successful. Or do you pivot? Do you pivot and kind of go in the direction that, you know, the market is telling you to go like it, it's hard and I don't I don't think there's necessarily one right answer for everyone for me I pivoted and, and that was that was the right call for for me um because I don't think there was any way like I had um worked with a, a very amazing um technical team made it as straightforward and quick and simple as a process as I could have um and there was just no way I was going to make it more convenient than it already was. Um, so if it wasn't, if that in itself was still not convenient enough, it wasn't quick enough, again, because we live in this world of immediate gratification of not, you know, sitting down and taking that extra time, um, but of like clicking something, add to cart and go. Like, and so I kind of, you know, that's, that's the world we live in. And so, you know, I, I, I had to, I think I just had to accept that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we do have to make changes as we go. And mm -hmm. so that was, um, a, a change that you chose to make, which benefited you. Yeah. And I do hope, um, you know, I still have that, um, 
idea. It's not gone. It's still in the code. I can still bring it back. So I, I am hoping um, as I continue to build an audience and, and, and really figure out what works and what's appealing to my customer base, I can um, kind of play with it a little bit more, adapt it a little bit more if I can, and, and maybe bring it back uh, at some point. Because again, I, I do think it was a, a good idea, um, but you know, I, there's, there's still so much for me to learn, you know, now it's, like I said, I, I started in August and it's November, <laughs> you know, it's only been, you know, a few months. So I, I'm certainly still in the learning curve of, of this. Right. Are you added clothing to your store? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Tell me, like, tell me, walk me through the process on how that came about. What's unique about your clothing? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we added children's apparel um, and had initially just started off with the toys. And, you know, I actually went that route. I expanded to apparel um, based on just a lot of market research, but it wasn't the typical market research where I'm, you know, sending out surveys or forms or, you know, such, or, um, it was, it was me sitting down and, and talking one-on-one -on -one with a lot, a lot of parents, um, and, and asking them what they were looking for and like really having like genuine, like, and, and when I started those conversations, like I didn't even have an answer in mind. My, I was nowhere <laughs> near like apparel at this point. I was just, okay, what, what can I do better? What can I, um, like, how can I draw more people in? What are, what are you looking for? Like, and, and in my head, you know, I was like, okay, maybe different suppliers, maybe, uh, different toys, maybe, you know, so on, so on. Um, but it was, it, those conversations turned out to be, again, we're looking at that convenience factor and it turned out to be more of people wanted a one-stop shop. People wanted, especially parents, uh, parents of young children who don't have a ton of extra time on their hands. They wanted to be able to go to one store and, and pick up clothes, pick up toys, pick up Christmas presents, pick up, you know, whatever it is in, in, in one place. Um, and, I, and that kind of spawned the idea of, okay, what's that other major item other than toys that we're, you know, giving our children, toys and food, right? And it's it's clothes, like that's the other uh, major thing. Like when we um, get gifts for the children, it's toys or clothes or, or books, um, which, you know, I do have as well. Um, so I decided to kind of expand out to that apparel as well. And it, which was, it was scary because, um, you know, I put so much time and effort and research into the toys and, and now like branching out to apparel so quickly too. Um, it was definitely like intimidating, um, because I didn't know that market as much. Um, again, there's so many suppliers and wholesale, like, like a seed to kind of wade through and, and determine kind of what standards you're looking for. Um, and I was able to, you know, find uh, a handful of small shops that they're not toys, but they still have those same values of, of slow, like that slow movement, that slow fashion, that slow clothing, because again, we have a lot of, um, we have so many choices these days. And so like, you know, first thing that springs to mind is, is something like Carter's, like where 
they're just pumping out, <laughs> you know, thousands and thousands of, of um, items um, that aren't fantastic quality um, and they don't last very long. They certainly don't last multiple generations. That is not, no one is putting Carter's items into their, <laughs> you know, their saving, their, their baby bins to pass down to their grandchildren. Like that's just, um, or at least these days. Um, and, uh, you know, just cause they don't, they don't last. Um, and they, they don't have that, that same quality. And so that's kind of what I've been looking at with the apparel is, okay, something that has that heirloom quality, something that is, is lovingly made, something that is, uh, you know, ma made fair trade, right? That, that uh, workers are getting a, a livable uh, wage, that they're not, they're not in deplorable uh, working conditions, you know, that their workers are cared for, um, you know, that, that is also very important to me in a world of um, dissonance where we don't, we just see what's in front of us, not really how that got to us. Um, so, you know, trying to follow that, that chain of supply and make sure everyone along the way is, is being treated like a human being. And, and, uh, so that's kind of, again, it's a, it's a whole different, um, world. Um, and I, I'm learning, uh, and I'm continuously learning and hopefully will always, um, but, you know, I, I think from, from what I've seen so far, um, adding the apparel, um, you know, I, I'm going in the right direction. Like this is a, it's convenient, it's that, you know, that one-stop shop where people can pick up some clothes some toys some Christmas presents, some birthday presents, some, you know, whatever it is um, in, in one place, uh, one convenient place. Um, but also it's a place where you know that the owner is taking, you know, taking all these additional steps um, to make sure the stuff that you're getting is, is heirloom quality, is ethically made, is ethically sourced. Um, and so that you don't have to, you, you don't have to worry about that because that's my job. That's what I'm doing. Um, oh, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, tell us where your store is, how, do, how, and you said busy parents, but also busy grandparents. Yes. Busy parents, busy grandparents, cool aunts, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. So it's treasurechildco.com. Um, so we're strictly e-commerce right now. Um, which definitely in a, uh, I don't even know if it's, we're technically post pandemic yet, but it's definitely a good place to be kind of online, um, at the moment. Um, again, that convenience factor of you don't have to leave your house <laughs> and, um, you know, we ship everything to you and, uh, uh, either biodegradable, uh, we have like boxes, tissue, box filler, all of that's, um, you can throw that right in your compost. And I, the mailers I use are also biodegradable. So again, you're not getting stuff filled with plastic, you know, plastic wrapping and, and <laughs> filling up half your trash bin with plastic um, for, for one shop. Great. All right. Well, thank you, Mari. Really appreciate your time and Make sure that you giant builders or you have young children in your family, grandparents or moms, make sure you check it out. We'll have a link below awesome. so that you can get to it very easily. Thanks. Thank you, Mari. Bye, Mom. <laughs> Thank you for listening. This has been The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant. <laughs>